Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Yakin' About Bojack. Yes, welcome to episode two of Yakin' About Bojack. Hey, Melina, how are you doing? How was episode two? It didn't make me hate Bojack as much as it did in episode one. I'm genuinely shocked. I actually watched this and thought, um, Melina must be hating Bojack. But before we jump into things, we should start with our summary and introduction. So episode two is called Bojack Hates the Troops. Came out August 22nd, 2014, because it is in fact a Netflix show. So all of season one came out at once. Uh, We have some guest stars this episode as well. Rachel Bloom, Judy Greer, Patton Oswalt, Keith Alberman. And uh, do you want me to jump into a summary? Yeah, go for it. Sure. So Bojack faces humiliation and character assassination at the cost of his own stubbornness when he buys muffins another customer, a Navy SEAL named Neil McBeal, has dibs on at the grocery store. In his effort to prove himself right and share his story, his public image takes a dive. This contrasts with him not being able to share his story for the memoir with Diane and fears the public will think badly of him. That sounds about right. Yep. (laughs) it's <laughs> a very very high level summary of everything that happened yeah there was a lot of cutaways i think this episode there was a lot of jokes i know i smiled a little bit when when i said neil mcbeal because i felt like there were a lot of animal references and rhyming and fun wordplay that kind of made me enjoy some of this episode but uh melina what were your overall high level thoughts aside from not hating bojack <laughs> Well, I mean, that was definitely the main one because we actually saw more of his background and then how people treated him and how he like treats people. And then it kind of explains why. And now I'm like, okay, now you're not as obnoxious. Well, you're still obnoxious, but there's a reason (laughs) as to why. (laughs) So especially I saw the first scene is the bar scene where those other people are judging Bojack. Yes. And I saw that scene and my first thought was Melina do you think Bojack is obnoxious? I don't think so. I was, because if I was at a bar and someone was like taking pictures of me and making rude comments about me, I'd also be pissed. So I can see why he was pissed. I was impressed he did approach them and told them that they were being, generally being rude and insensitive. Yes. And I do agree they were being rude and insensitive. I feel bad that this is something that celebrities have to deal with. I think a part of me used to think, you know, with the fame, this is a price that comes with it. But I do think in today's society, with everyone having smartphones, it makes it a lot more intense. Yes. Although, what I didn't understand was why he slept with the... the Yes, I was about to say, but then he slept with her. I'm sure that made no sense. Then I was like, okay, "Okay, never mind, Melina's still going to hate him. No, no, I just didn't understand why it happened. I'm like, okay, this can happen. I don't understand why, but didn't contribute to my hate of him. My idea is that I think he's sort of aimless and uh, sex in some ways is Bojack's way of finding validation for himself. Like he doesn't really care much about himself. So he doesn't have a lot of like self-love, but the sex is just like a way for him to be like, I'm so cool, relevant, and it to some degree. And I don't think he actually really cares about the person as they established in episode one. Uh, <laughs> it's more about him feeling great about himself. I have one catch. I heard it and I thought Melina will love this. Did you notice Princess Carolyn's Hold music. Yeah. It, oh shoot. Oh my gosh. It, oh, it was a Jellico cats. Yes. And I thought, oh my god, cats. <laughs> Same. Oh my god. I don't. It's not a song from the musical, but definitely they are referencing the musical. 
Oh, it's not part of the musical? No, I, I didn't think... They, they have a similar song for Jellicle Cats, but it doesn't sound like that, right? I don't uh, know, Melina, don't you know, know the musical better than I do. We can't sing it here, but... <laughs> One scene from the bar that I just want to get back to, when okay. Bojack yelled at them, I felt like he was a little bit too intense. And then... One of the girls laid an egg. Did you see yes. that, Melina? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she laid an egg. And I died laughing. And it also brought up a very important question. You know I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> it's about food. They have clearly eaten scrambled eggs on this show, right? But this girl laid an egg. And what confuses me is the egg looked regular egg-sized-ish. Like, it was large. But then all the animals have sex like normal humans. But her egg was big. Like, how does that work? How does... I was just having questions about reproduction when that egg comes out of her. You know what I mean? Because I think there was, like, another show I've seen where there were, like, sentient animals. The ones who actually are human-like. And then there's, like, actual animals. The ones that are just animals. So You're maybe right. that's how they differentiate. If they can cry as a baby animal, then they are a sentient animal. <laughs> and if they can't, then we can eat them. I see. That is a good differentiation. Also, we need to keep an eye out. And I will be keeping an eye out for people who have pets. Ah. Because then that's the differentiation. Because then if there are pets, there are animals that aren't sentient. It's like Arthur. Yes. A great show. Dog. We solved it, Melina. Thank you for saving me <laughs> hours of just confusion. Yeah, we met some new characters in this episode when Bojack is doing his little tirade. What did you think about Tom Jumbo Gumbo? Who's that again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't he remember is the newscaster on MSNBC. Oh. He's the whale. I, he seems like a typical... Um... Like those news reporters that just want sensationalized like headlines instead of being objective and stuff. Yes. Because he was all just like, oh my gosh, like the seal, look at the, Bojan hates the tropes, come on, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. That's about all I know about his character. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like this came out in 2014. Uh, 2014 is just before the presidential elections, or I think when the American presidential election campaign sort of starts and a topic that entered the zeitgeist was news and how whether news can be trustworthy and there's been commentary that news is very sensationalized and that we can we trust our news sources and that was something that was starting up and i feel like the show actually kind of was making fun of some of the news shows that you know some channels that are 24-hour news make money off of people watching the tv not necessarily providing good news content hmm. and that's what that felt like because they shared the story about bojack and this navy seal for three days how is th- <laughs> is there do they have no other news and to some degree like i feel like 24-hour news channels have run out of news but how can they there's a whole world of more important things than a celebrity being disrespectful i mean maybe maybe their specific channel is just celebrity news I think MSNBC is literally a ripoff of the real MSNBC oh, that has okay. a C instead of an S-E-A because there's no whale. I thought that was a great <laughs> pun. I only noticed that on my rewatch. I can't believe it totally went past me. When I watched it the first time, it was definitely 100% meal prepping, which means I was only half paying attention to some of these jokes. So I did not catch that. And now I'm actually paying attention. So maybe this is why everyone's like, oh my gosh, Bojack is so great because I'm like, oh, look at all these hidden references. 
Yeah, I don't know how much the pun is a hidden reference. It's in the corner. <laughs> I don't know how many people look in the corner, though, I guess, because in the little corner of the, the ticker. We should probably continue with our next new character, Neil McBeal. What did you think of Neil? I feel that the argument in the supermarket was a bit much. <laughs> like... Would you? That's. I actually had this question. Would you have reacted that way if you went to a grocery store and someone had muffins just randomly there and you were like, why did they put them here? Would you have reacted like Bojack? Well, the thing is like if so if I was looking for something and I happened to see it even if it was like at a random location and then it's like I really wanted it I might take it because I was like oh I want these things like I wouldn't because it's not in a basket or it's not a cart so I don't assume it's anyone's I agree when when Bojack said it's not in a basket not in a cart it's fair game I don't take it if it's in someone else's cart yeah sometimes Though, if it is awkwardly put in a section it's not supposed to be in, I feel a little guilty. I do a little bit of a check, but I still take it. It's fair game. Yeah, and it's like, people leave things everywhere. So, yeah. people just close things, they just leave it anywhere. They put cheese in, like, I don't know, the fruit section. Exactly. And if you need to go to the washroom, sometimes, I, I guess this, I've only noticed this in, like, clothing stores, but you can ask uh, someone who works there, if you can keep it there. I have hidden stuff next to the washroom. Yeah. I don't exactly remember the CEO's initial response to Bojack. It felt like it was a, a misunderstanding that could have been resolved easily. Like, it didn't need yes. to escalate to the point it did. But it I'm did not, not sure need to who escalate. escalated it. <laughs> or both did of not them did. I don't know. <laughs> I think they definitely both escalated. Bojack had a point, but he took it, I think, a little bit too intensely. And then I love how... I don't love, but it was hilarious. Neil's response was not to fight Bojack on this, but you will see. He took it to the news. (laughs) And the fact that he didn't care who Bojack was, his principle was that, I don't care if you're a celebrity, you should whatever. But then he remembered who Bojack was to do the research to make sure that when he does a news story, it really, you know, hits him hard. Uh, I think we should go through the plot a little bit. We have the first session... Diane comes over to do the memoir. What did you think about the email that Bojack wrote to Diane saying that he was on horse tranquilizers? Oh, yeah. I saw that. Wait, I think I made a note about that. I don't think I quite remember, though. Yeah, so he wrote emails to her while he had just taken horse tranquilizers and then he passed out. And this made me think horse... It it was, again, an animal situation where I was like, (laughs) he can just take horse tranquilizers? I guess as a human, you can also take horse tranquilizers, but as a human, you will die. Like, it is so much... <laughs> I don't... Humans are very small compared to horses. Yes. Horses are big. They're big yeah. animals. But, but he's also, like, not as big as a horse horse. No, but last episode, he did say that he weighs, like, 1,200 pounds or something oh, like that. What? Which is not a human weight. That is a horse weight. I assume that for that to happen... As a human and a human build, you need to be made of like sheer muscle and be significantly <laughs> larger or something. Mr. Peanut Butter also has a great dog animal line in this. He says, okay. he calls Diane his tennis ball and chain. Oh, yeah, because like she keeps him on leash and not running around like crazy. No, I think because the <laughs> phrase is ball and chain when you're when you're married to someone, they're not married, but ball and chain is what they say but because he's a dog he says tennis ball and chain it's i feel like i enjoy that bit but uh, <laughs> i think i when i when i thought of the ball and chain i just thought of mario where you have like i don't know if you played the mario games where there was like the giant like 
yeah. black ball on the chain and it just comes after you. And I imagine that's like what peanut butter will be. It just like come after you if they see you, but you need Diane there to keep him from coming after you and biting you. Interesting. That is a very different image than what I had in my head. A very different image. <laughs> I don't think I play. I've only played a, a little bit of Mario. I'm so sorry, Melina. I've also That's played okay. very little Mario Kart. How dare I, you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mostly lost every single time, but I am a decent driver. You can vouch for this, right? Yes. <laughs> well, you don't need Mario Kart to learn how to drive. Yeah, that's not how driving tests should work. It shouldn't be like <laughs> you won first place in Mario Kart. <laughs> you're you're take a car on the real road. <laughs> the next big plot point: first session with Diane. What did you think of that? You had a lot of suspicions that Diane was going to be manipulating him. Well, I didn't mean manipulate in a bad sense, but more so manipulating in the Maneuver? sense of. Getting information out of him. <laughs> well, so for the first one, she was trying to find out like more about him. I mean, he was just saying mm-hmm. like pretty much like oh nothing, nothing happens or whatever. Um, but then we see the yeah. flashback of like him and his bickering parents, and then but he's like, yes. there's no issue, and I'm like, okay, now we're getting a hint of what's going on. The fake doctor psychology part of me is like, <laughs> some, we are now getting information to find out why you're so angry all the time, why you're so reactive to things, yes. like overly reactive. But uh, definitely that that first section, yeah, we didn't we didn't get that much information. We got some, but like later on, we get yeah. more for sure. Beatrice Horseman and Butterscotch Horseman, his parents. Oh, they have names. Okay, <laughs> they have names. Beatrice and Butterscotch. What do you think of those names? Why did, he, did they name him Butterscotch? That is his dad's name. Butterscotch is a name I have only seen given to horses. If it shouldn't clarify that they all have real like animal-related names, Butterscotch should give it away. You don't name a human Butterscotch. <laughs> you don't name a horse Beatrice. I mean, I guess you could. Some people do. Some people give animals human names, which you know my opinion on that. Uh, yeah, I, I knew a friend, well, a classmate back in high school. Her name was Kitty. Yes. Some people give... Oh, she, with her, her name, name was Kitty. Kitty. Oh, no. Like, I'm not saying you give humans animal names. I'm saying I don't even like giving pets human names. Ah. As you know, I, I changed the name of my cat. My cat had a human name. Yes. Which we will never speak of. But then it's like you can pretend to have a conversation with them. Like, hey, how are you? And that's why we have Beatrice Horseman. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, but as you mentioned, we did find out a little bit. We didn't get too much because Diane doesn't seem to really push. And your idea was that she will push. So I think she's being smart because you don't want to be too mm-hmm. pushy at the beginning. Because if they... Yes. they you need to You need to slowly get them to lower their guard to trust you mm-hmm. so it's like you yep. have this beginning push you you give them time to like get used to the idea that that you're, that you're gonna be questioning about it but also they were interrupted by the call yeah so it's like maybe she was gonna do more but then they got interrupted by the call yeah the call princess carolyn's call with the jellico cat song i think she does it because they've broken up so after she calls him, he picks up and then has to go on hold before he can talk to her. Oh. Yeah, that's a power I thought move. she was just busy. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense, too. She is actually busy. In all the cutaways, she's, like, doing shit yes. with her life. She has a life. Uh, it's very, very busy. I sometimes worry that I am Princess Carolyn. 
that you have a busy life? We'll get to it later. (laughs) We'll unpack that. (laughs) I just paused. What did you think of Bojack considering himself so well-adjusted and that people are out to, to get him? I think that is a coping mechanism that he's developed. <laughs> like, well, okay, there are two ways yeah. to approach it, depending on the person. On one side, like, you can be the more, I don't know if narcissistic is the right word, but the more narcissistic side, where it's kind of like, I'm right, everyone else is wrong, they all just hate me because yeah. I'm perfect. There's that part, which I don't think he is, from what I'm seeing so far. Yeah. And there's the other part where it's like, he's been hurt, he's been traumatized, blah, blah. But in order to defend himself, he has to get angry at other people and put the blame on others. Yes. So you think he's the latter? Based on what I've seen so far, I think he's the latter. I don't think he's necessarily the former, but it's hard to say because right now we still don't have that much insight. We've only seen him have some interactions, but mm-hmm. it's like at the end, at, like at the very end of the episode, which I guess we'll get to eventually, but like since he actually does open about his life it shows to me that he Mm -hmm. does acknowledge that he's not perfect yes yes i think that's interesting i also have a bit of a question i know you thought of bojack as very obnoxious do you think him having that latter idea of being as you mentioned the attitude he has being a response to his previous trauma do you think that still makes him obnoxious i think well yeah i think that your personality does grow like you can still be obnoxious regardless of your past yes it's not like an excuse yeah. it's not a get out of jail yeah. card. and like people also change it's like he developed maybe he developed that obnoxious attitude because of everything that's happened and he can also grow to mm-hmm. be not as obnoxious or like chill out and maybe not take the muffins and spite other people <laughs> yeah, don't be spiteful and and petty i think he's it was petty but what i loved about that is in the previous episode when you mentioned he was obnoxious there was a level of his obnoxious behavior that is not relatable that's not relatable to the average Mm. person but this level of pettiness is something anyone could do yeah yeah i can see that (laughs) yeah yeah i I feel like we're all capable of being this petty walmart i can see definitely see that happening we're just trashing on walmart this is the walmart level petty so before we move on because i feel like we've covered this there are a little there's a lot of topics about our existing characters so we found out a little bit about bojack we found out a little bit about diane todd also had a plot line this story what did you think about todd's romance with ayako at first i was gonna say it was strange but i'm like no it's like i was i don't know how if they met on dating dating site or whatever who knows um, and then he just wanted to impress her, and then we find out that she's actually a scamming company. Yep. I, I kind of guessed she was a scammer. Oh. I, did I guess? I don't know if it counts, Melina. I've seen it already. But I had a feeling that either it was it was not going to be a perfect romance, <laughs> but I have seen mm. it, so I kind of know some stuff. So maybe that doesn't count. But um... I just assumed since he was not the main character, I just assumed like, it just wasn't going to work <laughs> out. It... <laughs> I like his attitude when he finds out he only has $12. And he was like, yeah. And he was just like, I found out I have $12. Todd, doing okay. Got that that hipster lifestyle, you know? Just like going on with life. He's living, he's a couch surfer. He's living life on the edge. 
uh, Princess Carolyn's story. So she's very busy. How do you do? What did you think about her aside from her being really busy? Anything was there actually? I don't remember anything else about Princess Carolyn's storyline other than her just being busy in the jail. Uh, well, there was a part later on where where she's trying to do damage yes. control, but other than that. Yeah, it's all just work. Like, we only see her in her work mode yes. this time. I also don't know if I was Princess Carolyn, whether I'd want Bojack as my client. I guess you can't really choose. <laughs> she works at a company and Bojack is her client, right? She has to. Choose. She doesn't get a choice. I guess, but it's... Because I would assume these companies, like, they will work with clients who would make them money or who would give them a good yes. image and... That's not really. Neither of them are really happening, unless like yeah, he's, unless, he I hasn't really worked money still. But he might still be making like royalties. Oh, money true. That's how he's show. able to afford everything. He's probably making a lot of money in, in just royalties. Like with Friends, they make money every time it gets um, it plays. I think even the reruns, right? They get a little bit about. So that's the bank. Dang, that's what you want to you want to coast off that. Like but then you will have people taking photos of you at bars, so it's a trade off. <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter's plot. True. He has a reality TV show. Now that's someone who is, he's also a client of Princess Carolyn, but he's making money for her. He's doing actual work. What did you think of his reality TV show? I think this does add, like in the first episode, I mentioned that he seems mm-hmm. successful. And I think like the fact that he is having these shows does show that he is continuing to be successful. Yeah. The reality show is just his life. I mean, I mean the only thing I remember is the part with the bucket. On um, his head. I thought that was really sad. Yes. I was like, no, they have to help him. <laughs> he gets excited for the doorbell. I feel like the show draws the line between animal to human. Especially in the early episodes right now. I'm thinking he's so much like a little puppy. The puppy gets a bucket on his head. I'll laugh a little bit, but I want to help him. Poor thing. I thought that was on purpose. Actually. I thought I thought he was smart. Like I thought he saw You think that Mr. Peanut escalated. Butter is smart, Melina. That's what you're telling me. You, you, you thought Mr. Or Peanut Butter cool. is a is a man whose Machiavellian nature has caused him to contrive this bucket ploy that will make him into an adorable dog uh, on his reality TV show. Okay, yeah, that's a thing, a point you have. I am going to say interesting. (laughs) I mean, it seemed too conveniently timed. (laughs) Maybe. Or or it was like the news, like the... Not news. The the people there that realized, oh no, this is yeah. not going well. Let's just throw a bucket. Yeah, on I do think it was a good save. Can maybe someone, one of the producers, did it? I don't think Mr. Peanut, but it did. I think the producers yes. are really the stars of reality TV show. Like they create so many situations so that there's actual content on these reality TV shows. I also thought it yes. was interesting that BoJack's apology was on a reality TV show. Yeah, they. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised. Princess Carolyn agreed to do that. Like, I thought she would be like, no, we got to have an actual, like... Nowadays, it would be on Instagram. They would post the apology on Instagram or on their (laughs) Twitter page. And it makes me kind of frustrated that our news sources, or I guess this is not really news, but it was on the news channel for three days. Our news sources are now these, you know, private um, social media platforms where we're getting everything. I don't know if I'm in the minority about this thought, but I'm just like, interesting we're getting information from reality TV shows, um, Twitter and Instagram, and it feels less like we're getting information from factual sources and all these different types of people's accounts and things that are edited. Mm. You know, like a reality TV show is still primarily a, a television show. Yeah, I think that it's just 
easier to swallow and access on those That's kind true. of media like com- compared to I do watch hours of reality TV show more formal mediums so I think we've wrapped up on our characters we're at the end where we have the last session with Diane and Bojack finally wants to share the truth what did you think of Diane's what was your word for Diane's uh, methods creative methods let's say sure so that was when they were on the yes. roof, right? Like he was he was complaining about how people were like fake yes. and like they can't tell the truth and da 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 and she kinda was like not in not in the way I'm gonna say, but she was kinda like, Yeah, you're just like them. So oh, I loved it when she called him out. I was like, Yes. <laughs> that was good. It's like, cause it's, it's like you don't wanna mm-hmm. coddle that kind of behavior. Well, I mean, okay, let me rephrase. Like some people can, but it's kinda like her she's trying to get information. Get so do you still think this yeah. is like her doing this for her job or her actually becoming friends with him? What do you think? I think that if you're a ghostwriter, I think you can True. be both. Like from what I think a ghostwriter is, like I'm not really sure their exact role, but I think that to some extent, if they are going to be writing about a person and stuff, they get to know yes. the person and it's like they need to be personable yes. with them. Whether or not there will be actual yes. like friends is another question, but at least it's like they're like some a bit more yeah. than acquaintances so a ghostwriter is actually someone whose name is not on the book as a author so oh, bojack okay. horseman will have this book under his name but diane will have written it and some famous authors oh. also have ghostwriters it's actually a gig i've seen tiktok told me about this so you can write as you know i don't want to say any names of authors because they might get upset that they use ghostwriters because it's hidden but you can write as them but that right. writer has to not only learn if it's an author they have to learn that author's writing style as well and then they write under the oh. name. Or if it is a ghostwriter for a memoir, she doesn't really have to worry. Like Bojack hasn't written enough stuff that someone's going to be like, that doesn't sound like Bojack. <laughs> but she has to know his story well to be able to write it in a convincing way to be his voice. That's what a ghostwriter does. And that's how they can still say it as a memoir rather than as a biography. So when she writes it, is it, oh, my life is like this, and but it's like my as in like I Bojack, assume if or... she's still in the ghost writer situation like that's how she's publishing it then it should be as bojack not as her interesting okay okay so Hmm. what are your takeaways from episode two What takeaways there are so many to me this episode felt like political commentary and less deep like i didn't have a deep line that stood out to me other than be aware of how much of your life is public yes because a lot of it is especially now with social media and like who knows who could be videotaping you and then putting you on Reddit for yes. everyone to see. And I think that it can be two ways. It can be like, oh, I'm being surveilled all the time. I'm very scared of my behavior. I need to be on my best behavior. But I think the other way is just mm. you know, live your truth and not be ashamed of living your truth. And if you're living it respectfully of other people's time and space, then it's not really a problem. Mm. Uh, you don't have to feel you won't feel mm. stressed by being surveilled. Like if you aren't petty and you're just calm and secure with your life, then you're not going to steal muffins from people. And then you won't be in this situation. <laughs> I'm just saying work through your insecurities. <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it also depends on because in his sense, he is a public figure. So it's like, I mean, at that time, like anyone really could have come in. Like if when he yep. started reacting, someone could have just like really literally whipped out a phone right yes. at that moment and then recorded his yes. ranting and then posted on instagram it would have been suicide for his career which happened been... anyways even without that instagram yeah. video <laughs> but yeah so be aware of how much of your life is public and i think you want to act respectfully regardless i don't know it's not a strong takeaway mm. but it definitely your life is public yes, that is true i definitely don't have a deep takeaways mm-hmm. it was more like minor takeaways like 
watch out that the person you're talking to online <laughs> might be a scammer. That is a actually fuck whatever I said. <laughs> that is a better takeaway. The person you're talking to online <laughs> might be a scammer. Make sure you only have twelve dollars in your bank account. That is how you save yourself. Solid. <laughs> that is one, and another is maybe if you're gonna go to the washroom in a Walmart or something, put it in a basket. <laughs> Perfect. If you're going to go to the washroom and you're in a grocery store or department store, put it in a basket. I think that's the international symbol for it is occupied and taken. Or a cart. I mean, there are some people who are very rude and will take it out of your basket. And then you have every right to yell at them. Yes, because as we've agreed, (laughs) Bojack, Melina, and myself agree that that is the line you draw. Yes. (laughs) That is the best takeaway. Uh, And the last question... Is Bojack a good person? I still think he's neutral. I still haven't seen him murder anyone or like emotionally manipulate anyone or like I see. other I think those things. are good lines, Melina. <laughs> I think you have a great moral compass. I agree. I think he's still neutral. I think he's petty and insecure, but I don't think he's a bad person. And we'll find out if that changes. Yes, we shall see. I mean, he could go down a line of being quote-unquote bad. Or he Maybe. might become better like i'm assuming that this like this is gonna be a journey and he's gonna better himself blah 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 with like being able he started able to talk about himself and his past and being able to confront all that blah blah blah. that's possibility (laughs) we'll see melina i'm not gonna spoil you i will try not to i already feel when i ask you questions that i'm leading you in too many directions interesting directions but I will not spoil you. You will love this show. I'm sure of it. And so will our listeners. Okay. Yakin' About Bojack is produced, recorded, and edited by Melina and Aditi. Music is by Podcast Co.'s royalty-free album, Keep Calm and Podcast, the song One Fine Day. All thoughts on this podcast are personal opinions. If you or someone you know is experiencing issues with addiction, substance abuse, or any of the topics mentioned in this episode, please know there is hope and seek professional help. Thank you.